Hello and welcome to Blooming Out on WFHB, Indiana's only LGBTQIA news radio show and talk show with your hosts Melanie Davis and Justin Robertson. I'm your engineer, Lucas Fisher, in collaboration with Kate Young and WFHB. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome back to the Midwest's longest-running radio show dedicated to news and issues relevant to and discussed from the LGBTIQ perspective. I'm Melanie Davis. Justin is out again this week. He has the flu. Not the coronavirus, the flu. Or maybe too many coronas. Which one? I don't know. Everybody wish him a speedy recovery. Tonight, we have a special guest host in the studio, Angie Cornett. Thank you for coming in, love. And uh, tonight we're going to talk about uh, how to talk about these really insidious pieces of legislation coming in at us in this session and some things like, oh, what was that that just went on this past weekend? Um, It's got some uh, music thing, people on parade. Oh, yeah, the Grammys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I actually didn't watch them because (laughs) I I had uh, a million other things I was doing, but I got to catch the runway walks and the, the everybody talking about all the the clothing and fun stuff like that fashion yeah yeah so um what's been going on with your life i know you're you're uh just you've been really really busy and 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 all that so yeah um so let's see well i moved here um about a year ago it's been a year i lived in bloomington now mm-hmm. and still getting kind of acclimated i really like it here Reminds me of Kentucky a lot, unlike Indy, which was pretty flat and everything. But um, so I um, have my master's in social work, and so I'm mm-hmm. kind of trying to pursue something in that. Um, but previously, I was a licensed massage therapist for 10 years, and I still have that to kind of fall back on. But I'm just kind of finding my, my way here, making, awesome. a, making a home here. So Yeah, so what brought you to Bloomington specifically? Um, a, a different job actually was at the, the hospital, um, trying to kind of find my niche within social work that, that wasn't the best fit, but interesting experience Sounds nonetheless. Rough. So, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, good luck to you. And if anybody out there, uh, knows of any open positions, uh, for somebody who uh, is just a excellent, uh, all around person, very caring and, uh, and conscientious and detail oriented, uh, go ahead and, uh, you know. Yeah. Reach out on Facebook, right? Uh, yeah, Facebook. Reach out to you or to me, Angela K. Cornett. So there you go. Yeah, I Yay. paid her to say that, by the way. So. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm. I. I bought a drink with it at the gas station. So. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you for coming in. Absolutely. Um, you know, I. I've been kind of trying to uh, think about how to get. Like we, we interview people. We, we've you know interviewed. Uh, politicians, we interview mm-hmm. business owners, we interview uh, folks like that, and and I I really would like to get some you know people yeah. like LGBTIQ people from Bloomington, the average Joe and Jane. And, yeah, exactly, know. and uh, and not that you're average, <laughs> um, anything but. However, uh, you know, come on in and and let's discuss stuff and 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 just get a. A lot more perspectives on here. So thank you for coming in. And I want to go into some things that happened to me because I've been busy as heck. So I've been doing a lot of graphic design work because that's kind of 
what I went to college for and all that. Uh, not that I used it very much <laughs> in the past few years for anything um, big, but uh, I'm doing design work for Stonewall Democrats Gubernatorial mm. Forum, which will be on March 4th. The uh, the Democrat uh, um, you know primaries are coming up and. Mm-hmm. We wanted to hear from the candidates, so the candidates will be on mm-hmm. stage, and we'll have uh, a couple of groups giving questions, and and they'll give their answers, and it's just a way to get to know them better and find out, you know, more about who uh, who they are and where they are at. And anytime Jean's been doing a lot of work with that too, right? Jean's yeah. Jean's the, the president of okay. the Stonewall oh, yeah. Democrats. So uh-huh. yeah, yeah, Jean Smith, everybody, uh, owner of Bike Smiths and doer of so many things everywhere. She yes. is all over the place. Awesome. So yeah, um, that's fun and doing. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. So I'm all, I also lost this past weekend, like half of the stuff that I was designing, and it it was. It was kind of tragic. Um, people get on top of your Google uh, accounts. Mm-hmm. I, I set up Google accounts for different um, clients that I do graphic design work for uh, or website design work. And then that allows me to just communicate mm-hmm. and we can collaborate and stuff. And Google said that uh, it was being the that one particular account that I'd been working on for over a year now, actually. Uh, had was being used improperly, so they shut it down and didn't give any indication of why. It was just gone. You're gone. Is there anybody you can contact? Or I tried, and or they did a review and said, "Nope, sorry." But that's okay because uh, the web hosting or the the website design place I use Wix mm-hmm. um, because they have a lot of uh, uh, tools that I really like as a visual designer, mm-hmm. and um, you can use. Uh, templates or you can you know just kind of go off on your own do your own thing and that I really love too um, but it's also easy to go back in and, and edit <clears throat> not and I'm not a huge WordPress fan yeah um, but anyway I was I was working on this piece and uh, they found that the the uh, email address was that, that it was registered under was gone, so they just dumped the site. Oh, were so, you not using your your legit presidential email? Were you using? <laughs> I I was. I, maybe that's it. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure, but um, yeah, everybody keep up on your Google stuff. Mm. And coming up Monday, uh, and I'm really hoping to be able to get there is the first LGBTQ Legislation Day at the State House. Um, it's going to be attended by LGBT orgs and uh, activists, individuals who want to get in front of their legislators, talk to them, try to try to have some kind of uh, impact on you know how they view our community mm-hmm. and and to show them really that you know we're there are a lot of us here in the state. Mm-hmm. We're not just kind of some folks that are, in the background. Yeah. I should really be lobbying more as a social worker, so try to rope me rope me along, rope me into that and I'll Yeah, hey. Yeah. Come on. Let's go up Monday. Uh yeah. Anyway. And also I'm looking for a better webcam for a YouTube channel for the center, the LGBTIQ Center. Because I see a lot of need for 
um, like small educational videos, like mm -hmm. something that explains maybe an issue at a time mm -hmm. that you can point people to, mm -hmm. um, send to mom and dad or whatever, because, you know, oh, well, we heard blah, blah, blah on Rush Limbaugh. Mm -hmm. And you can be like, no, no. Like an e-help, but in video format. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Very, you know, small. I, there are a lot of mm -hmm. things that they go way overboard and, and you know, you've got an hour-long video and people kind of get lost. So something for the short attention span theater uh, mm -hmm. modern times. Mm -hmm. So I, I have this webcam that is very ancient. It's like an old Logitech, the little balls that yeah. sit on your... Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and I look like an Atari character. The resolution is so I poor. I saw that. Did you see yeah, that? Yeah, so picture you're pixelated. Yeah, you look like Minecraft or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but not as cool as Minecraft. So yeah. I was like, yeah, no, I think I need I think I think need something better. Zombies come out at night and right. destroy you. Webcams, I didn't even know were still a thing, really. I figured everybody mm. did everything on DSLRs and their, their mm. phones. I tried the phone, but that didn't work out so well. So. Now they just like to hide them in hotel rooms and... Stuff like that, I think, right? So. Thank God I don't stay in hotel rooms. <laughs> I'm just going to sleep in my car from now on if we go anywhere. So anyway, let's get into the Grammys because that was, uh, I had, you know, it's they're always fantastic. The red carpets, people walking uh, in, in fabulous gowns and funky outfits, you know, with political statements. There was one person dressed up with a, Trump 2020 in sequins uh, uh, dress, and um, and I I this year though was like the queer year. This was kind of amazing, uh, and and I heard about it, and people were you know kind of live tweeting about oh my god did you see, and when it went up on uh, YouTube, I was just like okay I gotta see this. Holy crud! Oh my gosh! So <clears throat> Lil Nas X, uh, mm -hmm. who, if you have been under a rock in 2019, uh, won for Best Pop Duo with Billy Ray Cyrus, mm -hmm. also won Best Video of the Year for Old Town Road, which uh, is, I'm not a country fan, uh, that's not my thing, but that, it was like the most popular song. There's a whole dance that goes with it. Some of the kiddos broke it down for me that I used to work with. Yeah? Yeah. So did you do the dance? No. No? No. I, I watch them. Yeah, you just watch. Yeah. Okay. You applaud from the sidelines. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I I don't dance, so yeah. I that didn't interest me. And I had heard that song having, you know, a teenager. I've heard that song, like, way too much, I think. Um, mm -hmm. It was just everywhere. Um, but he had, he, he was wearing, did you see any of the pictures? No. Oh, I really didn't. I, my I'm gosh. behind on this one. It's, uh... Wow. So <laughs> I, I'll pull it up. I have a computer here. We can do this. This was his ensemble. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is wow. very pink. So the best way I can describe it is um, it's like RuPaul's Drag Race meets Brokeback yeah. Mountain Bondage Edition. Uh, the little space edge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it was, I mean, wow. Uh, I'm trying to think back to any time when this would have been like okay right it's amazing i love how far we've, we've come um uh, but 
that wasn't even that wasn't even the wildest outfit uh because you know <sighs> billy porter billy porter just i mean he's like I, I don't know if i've ever seen anybody wear so much beauty better um but he had this this wide-brimmed hat uh and it had these retractable fringe pieces that came out in the front. I did see that. Yeah. Did Someone you? was talking about the engineering to create something like that yeah. you know, for drag. Oh and, my yeah. gosh. That was, I didn't know whether to applaud or park there. I don't, it was yeah. like just, they opened up sideways into the, inside the fringe on the sides. It was kind of amazing. I'd never seen anything like that. Uh, and then, the outfit, which is a sparkly aqua cat suit with blaro jacket, was uh, gorgeous too. Not quite the ball gowns that train off into the distance, uh, like we've seen before, but uh, definitely, definitely exciting. You have a picture of that one too. Don't oh, I do. If you want to see it, Ooh. you can't see it, but I oh, will the listeners pull it up. There's. Oh, you can't see the the bolero very well in that, but that's a sparkly outfit <laughs> um and then ricky rebel who i'm older and i wasn't familiar with this person uh, they're they were born in 1980 okay. um he's a, a pro-trump lgbt entertainer and activist hmm. right conflicted i guess so yeah. i'm not sure i i don't know i i kind of want to go deeper into that yeah. uh just because i'm not sure how you can at this point in the game still be in that position there's a log cabin republicans so you know, i know that's a little bit more of a stretch though that's yeah well i i think i mean i i've known some log cabin republicans mm -hmm. uh a lot of it for them is um you know financial mm -hmm. yeah and uh, fiscal not uh social exactly civil rights, so, yeah so yeah i can't square it but you know somebody others can but of course um and and this was this has been one of those things that has kind of plagued uh gay culture uh, when i was little i heard about it all the time Whenever somebody would mention something was gay, somebody would pull out assless chaps, mm. and um, and we're we're talking yeah. about the donkeys there, of course. I guess I yeah, I'm, I'm not being a very good gay. I guess I need to get a pair because I don't have any of those in my closet. So. No, yeah. no, these these were the whole outfit was red, and, and you know, for being somebody who's nearly forty years old, uh, his butt was pretty tight, pretty nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I actually didn't. I was, I didn't know he was 40. I was like, wow, there's like no sag there. So, yeah, point me to his doctor. That's... Yeah, right. <laughs> and then rounding all that out. And, and Western wear was kind of a theme this year, apparently. Uh, Orville Peck, who I just found about, out about, because, again, uh, not really uh, in the no as much as I should be. I feel not, like I've disconnected. Not to be confused with Orville Redenbacher. Right. Or Gregory Peck. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Orville Peck, who sings country music, 
has this is a, an anonymous persona. Hmm. He always wears these uh, long fringy masks, kind of Lone Rangery, and so he came in this bedazzled uh, gray outfit. Looked a lot like the Lone Ranger, but with this naval long uh, um, hmm. veil, almost. It was, it's very. Uh, 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 Cthulhu-esque. No. What were those uh, masks called that they wore during the plague? Oh, the, yeah. The horned... Plague, well, plague yeah, doctor masks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, well, not quite that. No, no one wore one of those? No, no, this was this was more of the Lone ranger style. <laughs> and he's he's known for that. I wonder if he has, like, a... I don't know. Why would you need to, to do that? I like his music. I was watching some YouTube videos of his, and he's got a great voice. So everybody check out Orville Pack. But yeah, I love how you know this is entertainment and they've always been a little more uh go ahead with with avant-garde fashion forward. Yeah. yeah. Uh but just to see the queer representation this year mm. was so nice. Now, on the opposite side of that, uh the Again, the Grammys uh, and and a lot of those award shows were pretty whitewashed, and that was frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, I say frustrating. It, it's inexcusable in this day and age. Come on, people. Um, there there are more than just white people in music and entertainment in general. Uh, let's get some other people up here on stage and. Who've done great things, like Billie Eilish won yeah. a billion things. Uh, Lizzo, I think, should have just taken everything. Yeah. Uh, but that's just my, you know. No, it's, it's a valid point. <sighs> but I can't say anymore. I, I really am not the entertainment guru. I wanted to bring this up. I was hoping Justin would be able to come in, but, you know. When you get the when you get the bug, Justin's more on top of this stuff. I'm not either. Like when I go to play trivia or whatever, I'm like I I don't want to do like pop culture and I don't want to do what was it like math, sports? Yeah, sports yeah. I usually skip. So. Yeah. Well, now I know uh, how to beat you at Trivial Pursuit. Mm, okay. Hey, where's a good place to play? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, Trivial Pursuit. Does anybody still play that? Oh no, I'm thinking trivia like trivia restaurants or oh. uh, places like that. Yeah, I, we tried yeah. that at the back door. Oh, yeah. uh, they had uh, Kinsey had okay. sponsored one, I think, mm-hmm. and it was sex trivia. Um, yeah, I shouldn't have been brought in on that one. I I am I'm just a noob on that. I didn't know any of this. It was all history and stuff. It was great, but I think we should take a music break now. Yeah. Sounds good. bars of a golden cage
thing because of religion. So. Welcome back. My bad. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, it's you're listening to Torres. The album is Silver Tongue. The song was a good scare, and I like that. That was really good. You did a good choice on that. Glad you like it. Thanks. Yeah. I like it when you're on the air, Lucas. You know, I'm over here. Or, you know, I'm around. You're in the dark room. Yeah, I'm all alone. I'm sorry. We should get you a stuffed animal, a little plush. That would be nice. One of those little squishy things that they sell at Kroger all the time. Oh, I have a bunch of them, actually. Yeah, we do, too. Yeah. How could you not? I, you know, we don't even need a couch at this point, I think. I think we just have enough to to lay down and, and lounge on them alone. So, including this weird giant whale one. I love whales. It's the, our our name for <laughs> it is What's the noise friend. they make? The what's the whales? What does whales say? I don't know. <laughs> I I don't speak whaleish. No, no, I got Welsh. What is it? Welsh. <laughs> Could be, except I think whales are all vowels and Welsh is all consonants. That's a puddle doodle whittle. I don't know. I'm no offense to Welsh people. I actually kind of love that the the Welsh spellings of everything, and the names are just amazing. But we're not here for that today. This isn't Welsh hour. So it's still legislative season, and um, we're seeing a lot. Uh, it's a concerted effort to try to ram through uh, a lot of anti-LGBT legislation. There's... So we have this this LGBT uh, lobbying day, essentially, where people can come in on on Monday. Um, And I'm finding that a lot of... A lot of legislators who are getting these pieces of legislation handed to them, this isn't coming from them. These, these, this legislation across the country is worded the same. It's just passed from state to state um, by, by certain groups. Kind of a cookie cutter carbon copy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, um, and they try to pass it wherever they can. And then in subsequent years, they'll reintroduce it. And, and there's just a lot of bad legislation handed to these folks. And they don't really seem to know any better. I and mean, it's like they didn't watch, uh, you know, Will and Grace or, or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ellen. Yeah, I'm just always amazed. I'm like, why do they care so much? I mean, it, it doesn't affect them personally. It's all politics, right? So, like, I, to me, I see it as a, like, uh, you know, you kind of, they're picking and choosing their battles for political reasons. Maybe right. there's something else that they're really more concerned about that's more financially, you know. Well, we have, we have people in there like Bosma, who's been in forever, and he has, uh, he's been consistently anti-LGBT, among other things. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't call him the Mitch McConnell of, of <laughs> Indiana politics, but, uh, certainly is a boogeyman in in our state house uh i'd like to apologize for mitch i'm from kentucky so i no problem i'd like to apologize for pence, pence. i mean <laughs> uh 
I'm not sure. Well, no, I think Mitch has probably got more power at this point, but uh, <laughs> don't fear. Pence might be in the White House soon. <sighs> yeah. So anyway, uh, a lot of these legislators just don't have enough contact with us. And and that's like it is for everybody, right? If you don't understand somebody um, because you don't have the opportunity to meet people and talk with them, um, you can your your preformed opinions are going to be the ones that drive you. Your othering them, yeah, it's yeah. easy to compartmentalize them. And then when you know you meet somebody, it, it's really hard to then break away from that and say, okay, I'm going to, um, I'm going to put forth these uh, laws, these bills, um, because, you know, I know these people, they're, they're not the other. Mm -hmm. I see the similarities. I see how this would affect them now. Well, they've got this pressure from these constituents (laughs) backing them. And that's not even constituents. This, this is, not coming from the people. Mm. This, the people of Indiana are turning very overwhelmingly toward uh, equal rights and protections for LGBT folk. This is coming from uh, national groups who mm. put forth legislation and think tanks and, and stuff like that mm-hmm. who can't get stuff passed necessarily at the federal level, mm. so they go state by state. Focus on the family or... Something I'm trying to think of. That's that's a, a good example of a, mm-hmm. an organization. They don't do the legislation so mm-hmm. much. They'll they'll more do. Uh, um, well, they they get involved um, for publicity. Mm-hmm. You know, focus on the family does promote certain ideas and, and legislation, but it's there are and I'm trying to think of the think tanks now. Um, they're all named stuff like that. You know, Americans for Progress kind of stuff. Moral. They throw out the moral values. Values, yeah. America, eagle, flag. Make America great again. All that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you end up hearing of any groups like that, just run in the opposite direction. Because usually they're scary. But these are, these are organizations primarily evangelical, um, primarily... Um, Hyper conservative. Mm-hmm. They're at the national level. They're well funded. Mm-hmm. They have the ears of a lot of these state legislators, and so they'll put forth these offers, and um, it pops up in our our state when they started doing the bathroom bills mm-hmm. across the South. It was just a matter of time before it came to Indiana, and it did. Mm-hmm. You know, and and it's because they test out in certain markets where they mm-hmm. think that it's easy, Texas and Alabama and places like that, and then they move it up the, uh, uh, well, literally up into the north and into onto the coasts and try to introduce bills that that hurt us. And Are they also fighting medicalization? Um, legalization? Oh, there, there's a lot that they're they're working on. Um, and it's going toward their agenda. And it, it, you can look it up online. There are all kinds of dominionist and um, uh, there are great pushes to get 
turn America into a theocracy, basically. Mm. I, I'm trying to find nice ways of putting it, but there aren't. I've been rooting for a meritocracy. I've never really quite seen that yet. You know, somebody elected on the basis of their actual ability and skills. Oh. Yeah, that seems like a pipe dream. Dream. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I wouldn't understand a system of government based on that. I, I don't know that I can actually conceive of it, which is kind of sad because that's not what we've seen in our lifetime. It's people with money or connections mm-hmm. and then you're in for life. It couldn't just be based on intelligence either because intelligence doesn't equate necessarily with um, kindness or compassion. Right. And, yeah. Or or ability. I mean, yeah, it's sure. just the capacity to learn, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but emotional intelligence is another issue. Mm. Uh, and then there's you know, that whole theory that uh, there are a lot more psychopaths in government and business than oh there yeah are that always rise to the leadership yeah the whole well, narcissistic traits yeah, yeah exactly so not to to denigrate <laughs> the fine institution of government but uh, yeah anyway I'd like to talk about some of these these laws because there are groups of them. Uh, so in anti-trans bills, those are the ones that are really popular right now. Um, trans folks seem to be the the lightning rod uh, after same-sex marriage was legalized. It's just kind of like, you know, they had to have somebody to... Scapegoat. Yeah. yeah. So one of the big ones that we've been talking about a lot is uh, prohibiting health care for transgender youth. Mm-hmm. So there was a case in Texas with a little boy who's... Uh, transition actually little trans girl mm-hmm. um but was still presenting as male mm-hmm. um and dad was trying to get experts in and say that you know the child was too young that um that she wasn't trans that uh just all sorts of things to try to block what a novel concept to ask the kid what they actually want well they don't know they're not they're not over 18 only when you turn Mm. 18 can you know who you are Mm. before that you are just a (laughs) ball of goo you don't have any sex you don't have any Mm. interest in anyone you're no teenagers ever understand who they are as a person um yeah, no, that's that whole argument which is being made that you don't know who you are until you're older. So mm-hmm. anybody below 18 shouldn't be allowed to transition. The big problem with this is the, the way that they're conceptualizing transition is that the kids are going and getting sex change operations. And, and that's the term they use. I'm just using their words. Um, you know, at, at a young age, seven, you know, that's, that's what they think. They're not even wow. doing research on right. this. Kind of like the Ohio bill with the ectopic pre- uh, pregnancy needs to be reimplanted in, in the uterus. The, the people that wrote that were like, well, we don't actually know. Well, obviously. Did you see this thing about Trump's spiritual advisor? Oh <laughs> my gosh. I can't even with her. White is her last name? Uh, probably. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. She was uh, 
Well, is she advocating for demonic, uh, any demonic oh, yeah. pregnancies to be... Satanic. Satanic. There you go. Satanic was... pregnancies to be miscarried immediately. Yeah. That was hilarious. I I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand <laughs> that thought process at all. Um, before we get into more of these, I I think we need a community minutes break because I, I want to uh, collect myself. And it's time for a community update break. With your engineer, that's me, Lucas Fisher, here on the radio. All right, let's take a look. I made a list this time. Um, coming up, February 2nd at 2.15, exactly, we have... Who is Spencer Pride? A training thing at the Community Center, 17 East Franklin Street, Spencer, Indiana. That's February 2nd at 2.15. And then if you want to stick around after that, the Spencer Pride General Meeting will happen at the Community Center at 4 o'clock. Got a few other things here. Looks like on February 4th, that is Tuesday, next Tuesday, we have Letting Go of the Past, Kandampa Meditation Center at 406 South Walnut Street in Bloomington. And this is going to be from 6.30 p.m. till 7.45 p.m. I guess it's a guided meditation. Sounds good to me. And then... On February 5th, we have Envy's Open Stage, Bloomington's only gender-based performance open mic. And that is at the back door. Um, February 5th, Wednesday, 11 p.m. until 1 a.m. Those are always really fun. I'm not supposed to promote things. Um, always a good time. And let's see if I can find one more thing. Oh, check it out. New volunteer orientation here at WFHB, the radio station. And we are located at 108 West 4th Street in Bloomington. Everything you hear now live is coming out of this building. Um, it's an old firehouse. It's really cool. And so if you're interested and would like to volunteer, come February 5th, Wednesday, at 6.30, there is an orientation. Anyone can show up, and we will show you the ropes. 6.30 p.m. on Wednesday. Let's see. We're listening to Silver Tongue. This is the song, Last Forest. And we'll be right back with more Blooming Out here on WFHB.
And welcome back. Thank you very much, Lucas. You're welcome. <laughs> so I I really kind of wanted to take a break because I was getting very angry about this um, specifically. Not just from, you know, because I'm trans and it I feel that, but because it's kids. Yeah. And it's sure. messing with, with kids' abilities to make it in life. Mm-hmm. Suicide among trans youth is incredibly high around 50 percent half of trans youth Mm. um i knew it was high in the transgender community in general i didn't realize quite how high it was and yeah the youth yeah and it's actually a little bit higher for trans boys Mm. um and uh and non-binary kids and and that's it's unreal it's unbelievable and for for legislatures to even consider this with having absolutely no research done is in, unconscionable. So, um, I are in Iowa. They uh, they pulled out that uh, they they didn't pass it out of committee uh, that bill. Um, however, in South Dakota. It passed. It and so in South Dakota, you know, it's gotta go through both houses and then it gets to the governor's desk. So there's still time for that to be defeated, uh, somewhat. So that's good. But I just think, you know, South Dakota's got so many problems anyway. Mm-hmm. Um with the indigenous population and Exactly. Like, yeah. And just to add to to people's misery just doesn't make any sense to me. And 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 that's what I think. You know, these people don't really get it. And uh, we need to do a better job of of getting in front of them because kids are going to die if this gets enacted. Mm-hmm. They're they're dying now because they can't get access because there aren't enough competent uh, healthcare providers because mm-hmm. parents are denying uh, them access because. They're, they're, um, they don't see a path forward. There's no hope. And to clarify just a little bit, maybe for uh, listeners and maybe for myself, uh, from what I've read, um, it's puberty blockers that we're talking about, right? Which Primarily, Which just yes. kind of extends. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah we were starting so. to get into the actual treatment uh, when we took a break. Yeah. So really what we're talking about is administration of puberty blockers mm-hmm. to arrest or to prevent um, the onset of puberty. And that's kind of a, um, it, it is shown to prevent uh, some suicides to reduce the number of attempts. Uh, it's been shown to increase, you know, satisfaction with life in general um, because you're able to move forward as yourself, your authentic self. And, um, and it, it's reversible. It's just... Mm-hmm halting yeah, puberty sure. by some um, time until they're of legal age and 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 that's uh, can make that's medical the problem it's until they're of legal age mm-hmm. because it's really not about the child if it were about mm-hmm. the child then they would be taking hormones at the time that they would normally be going pu- through puberty which is before so, legal age well before yeah yeah so they can develop mm-hmm. normally as as a, a, a their gender mm-hmm. um Unfortunately, that's not how we operate here. 
And, and I think that in many places, 17 is the age when you can start taking um, uh, hormones, hormone replacement therapy. But still. And that, you know, for some people is the end of puberty, essentially, at that yeah. age, right? So, yeah. So the hormone blockers are not a serious threat to health. Mm-hmm. They're not... Uh, uh, irreversible mm-hmm. but you know it's irreversible the wrong puberty sure so you're gonna have to go through surgeries and mm-hmm. oh if you can mm-hmm. um suicide is not reversible I mean, suicide no, yeah. is very not reversible i i just it just it's i can't go on with that <sighs> and then we have the same-sex facility restrictions. You know, of course, you have to go through this too. We have to talk about uh, <laughs> the bathroom issue, and there are all kinds of uh, bills that have gone through. Kentucky's got their own right now. Uh, I read that a little bit, and it's just ridiculous. Uh, and here's the big one for this year. Excluding trans youth from athletics, but specifically transgender girls from participating in girl sports in high school and junior high um, because of the perceived uh, advantage that Mm -hmm. uh, trans girls who were assigned male at birth Mm -hmm. are supposed to have. But here we get back to the puberty blockers. Here Mm -hmm. we get back to uh, hormone replacement. Um, about a year after having puberty blockers or, or um, uh, testosterone blockers and having HRT, any advantage that would have been from the androgens in the system mm-hmm. uh, in, in the body are pretty much negated. So if it were the case that trans girls would dominate in sports, we would see a rash of it. Mm-hmm. We would see that happening all over the place because I know several trans uh, female athletes who are in sports. I remember watching the WNBA when that first came out. It was like the big, you know, yeah. lesbian thing to do, watch the WNBA. And there was a player, she was from uh, China, uh, Shanghai Shao, I think was her name, but she was like seven feet tall or something. And I mean, she was you know, a sign female at birth, a cisgendered woman, to my knowledge, and mm-hmm. everything. And it's just like, you know, you get... Yeah, well, everybody has that, you know, what, I forget which Olympics uh, in particular. I think it was in the 60s where East Germany put forth a women's team that was very masculinized, uh, mm-hmm. probably from doping. Mm-hmm. Uh and that's what kind of what people are are thinking. What I see a lot of people thinking about, and uh, online reading their stuff. Oh, these boys are coming in, these young men are coming in, and they're just thrashing the girls, and the girls don't have a fair playing field. And again, there's no evidence of that. Mm-hmm. However, there is evidence of uh, trans boys being forced to play on girls teams or or against girls and things Mm. like wrestling 
There's a, a um, young man in Texas who's just, he's dominating. He's taking all of the, the wins because he's got an appropriate amount of testosterone in him mm-hmm. for a boy his age. Mm-hmm. And he's stronger. We had a girl on our uh, high school wrestling team. Yeah? that We didn't have a guy's team. No, it was like one girl, so. Awesome. Yeah, that was so cool. she took on everybody? She did. Uh, some of the guys uh, would get kind of upset when they got beaten by her. Uh, See, and imagine, but, that yeah. needs to, I, I'm sorry. We're talking like 96, 98, so. That's great. You know, yeah. But that needs to, that idea of, you know, oh, like got beat, beat by, by a girl. girl. Yeah. Like, come on. Really? Um, I think some I, of them cried. That probably didn't, you know, help their case a little bit. Then <laughs> this whole gender thing, yeah, and and the expectations cannot go away fast enough. Indeed. So we also have religious exemption bills coming across. Not so many this time. A lot of those are coming through last year, mm. and on the federal level, those are coming through too, uh, to try to say that you can not uh, treat people in medical uh, situations or you cannot cover people for medical situations for, like, say, an insurance company. Um, Or a hospital could say, we refuse to treat you because you're trans. Uh, Or lesbian. Mm -hmm. Or bi. Or or gay. And just right across the board, we don't agree with your quote-unquote lifestyle. So we aren't going to treat you or I'm not going to treat you as a provider. And in rural Indiana, you might not have a choice. It's when the Hippocratic Oath becomes the Hippocratic Oath, right? Uh, Yeah. Uh Um, Luckily, that just got thrown out of court. Trump's federal one, the one he was touting, uh, that was thrown out uh, for medical care. So... Right now, uh, in, it's probably going to be appealed, but uh, a judge threw that out. So, yay, but states can still try to. Here may be one angle on that, and I'm not sure how this will play out, but if they're still considering some of this to be a mental health disorder or mental health issue, which is you know, a whole other can of worms, but... Because of the, the uh, what was it called, the Mental Health Parity and Addiction Equity oh. Act or whatever, you know, that it, it's, they're supposed to be on par that, you know, um, any, whatever they consider mental health disorders are supposed to be on par in terms of level of treatment and access mm. of physical health disorders. So. Well, now trans is an actual disorder. Right. So right. that's a... Yeah, some of them are still thinking of it in those, oh, yeah. in that term. So, well, and a lot yeah. of it is this... Religious exemption. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have a deeply held religious conviction that that queer people should die, mm-hmm. or you shouldn't promote <laughs> their uh, well-being, you should be able to not deal with them. And this extends also mm-hmm. to regular business, housing, mm-hmm. stuff like that, employment. I'm seeing adoption and foster care, which I just had some experience, yeah. you know, kind of in that field. Um, you know, we need foster parents. The last thing we need is to not, you know, to be excluding, like, who can right. who can adopt or, you know. And, and, you know, we know we know lots of LGBT folk who who have adopted now mm-hmm. and, and have great families, and that's 
you know, they, I can't imagine them not being parents. It, it, it's, it, it's infuriating to think that they'd be denied, um, because of that sort of And prejudice. a kid that needs a home and, and the kid, and so many kids need homes. Absolutely. Um, however, in Tennessee, that just got signed, uh, the, um, a religious exemption for, uh, offering adoption has been signed by the governor. It's now law in Tennessee. Hmm. So anybody run from there? Uh, they did a seven earthquake down there, right? I think on the did they? Kentucky Tennessee border. I think so. Yeah, maybe the new maybe that's new a Madrid sign. fault. There you, you know? go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> then religious exemption schools and student organizations, which is just vile as well, mm. and uh, and other religious exemption bills uh, in a couple other states. So these are groups of uh, legislation that are are coming through, and that you need to watch out for. So it, it's become, I, I guess the main point is we really need to be coming engaged. You know, back in the 70s, marches were more, um, more of a show of, you know, here we are, we're here, we're out, we mm -hmm. are, we're here, we're queer. You can't deny us. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think we need more of that spirit. Yeah, we've gotten soft. I admit myself, you know, I haven't been um, real politically involved for, for various reasons. But I mean, sometimes we just get caught up in the, the daily grind and trying to work. And uh, Well, and yeah. I blame you. So yeah. you're, because you haven't done it, mm -hmm. uh, that's why we're losing ground Yeah, nationwide. No, but seriously, that... We've gained some rights. Um, we haven't gained rights. That's the thing. We have gained favorable uh, interpretations of existing laws. We are not in these places. Uh, in in most states, we're we're not covered under non-discrimination clauses. And for a federal level, we're not covered. And people, regular cis heterosexual people still don't know this they still don't understand that we aren't covered they think we are i've talked to many people in the mm -hmm. past month who have uh this misconception that yeah we're protected why are we why are we fighting so hard yeah because, this went to the supreme court already what's you know what, what's the problem what's going right it, well it's not about marriage you right, know it's not, yeah but and that's what went yeah um and that's what we've won, but that can be withdrawn too. I mm -hmm. mean, there are there are pending absolutely uh, cases. But let's get away from legislation. Um, and it's we're coming up to the end here, but I just wanted to want to cover some more. Uh, I'm involved with a lot of local groups and stuff like that and I'm, I'm hearing from people who come to my page who come to one of the group's pages and they want to talk about lgbt issues they want to one they wonder why we are so uh passionate about gaining these rights right mm. um and, and how do you talk to folks how do you present yourself and maybe even how do you change their minds 
So for the Fox News set, those people are pretty locked into their mm-hmm. bubble, and they don't get information from outside of it. I've tried to discuss things some with some of the people who are very, very uh, adamant, mm-hmm. and they just don't want to budge. Just can't even have a conversation with them, or no? Just, yeah, they're they're they have they have their knowledge mm-hmm. or what they deem to be their knowledge, and they're going to go forth with it, and they mm-hmm. they won't hear anything else. I think that's kind of the the minority. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a show that a friend of mine wants uh, to watch with us. It's the oh, what's that? The name of it? It's on Netflix. It's the where the dad got lost to Fox News. They their their parents started watching Fox News. The dad mm-hmm. and start and went down out. that rabbit hole, mm-hmm. and they lost the person who they knew was their dad. I posted a meme or something like that about the other day. You know, our parents complained about how video games would rot our brains, and yeah, you know, it was making fun of the parents that were zoning out. So yeah, well, and and that's it. Yeah. So I read a, a study in an article uh, that said in order to to change somebody's mind instead of just coming at them with a um, you know this is the truth and this is mm-hmm. the reality and you have to agree with me find a way to agree with them yeah a middle something yeah, yeah. give them give them a win yeah uh, and then present things sure. from that position. Yeah, it's two different paradigms. I mean, where do they overlap? And, right. Yeah. Well, where does it overlap? Where where you can say something to the effect of, "I see that you know, I see where you're coming from, mm-hmm. but have you considered this? Mm-hmm. Have you uh, did you know about this?" Not you should know. And I mm-hmm. think that a lot of times we get really defensive and we get very adamant about mm-hmm. um, uh, our positions because it is life and death. Yeah. So <clears throat> when you're talking to folks and, and uh, you go to family parties and stuff, give them a little bit of a win. Look so, for our strength in the situation. Look for that. Exactly. Oh, all right. <clears throat> and I hate to do this, folks, but we are out of time again. And we've come to the end of the show. I would love to talk forever. I'd love to talk with all of you. I'd, I'd love to have a studio audience. That'd be great. Tons of people. But um, but here we are. I'd like to thank all the volunteers at WFHB who make this show possible. Blooming Out is produced by me, Melanie Davis. It's a production of WFHB Community Radio. Radio. Lucas Fisher is our engineer. I am Melanie Davis, and you are? Angie Cornett. <laughs> and I want to remind everyone, if everything was straight, roller coasters would be one long, boring ride. Good night from mm-hmm. your Blooming Out family. Through the bars of a golden cage